Hi, this is Christopher Walken. You keep on shouting. You keep on shouting. This is the podcast. I want to listen to the podcast all day. We want to rock and roll and party every day. All right, Kiss Army. You wanted the best. You got the best. Now close your eyes. You're about to be podcasting. Uh, another fine morning here at Podkiss Central. I There we go. Just installed the Kiss Double Platinum delivery service doorbell. Let me test it out. I'm so glad that the guys over at Pot of Thunder recommended that I get this. Uh, there we go. Ah, uh, Okay. Let's move these boxes and make room for some new KISS stuff that I ordered. What? Well, let's see who's at the door. Hey, Ken, let me in. Julian Gill from the KISS FAQ podcast and author of famous books about KISS. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Ken, thanks for letting me in. I'm just stopping by and I thought, hey, Ken's around. Yes, you did. I'm so glad you stopped by. What's that you got in your hand? Hey, it's it's a copy of Odyssey. Oh, wow. This is that excellent book about the Elder. And you autographed it for me. Thank you. Thank you so much. I want to encourage all of our listeners to stop what they're doing right now and get a copy of The Odyssey, a book about the Elder. And uh, we're, we're doing a show, as a matter of fact, about the Elder coming up very soon. That's really nice. When I thought of delivering one person a copy of the book, you were the only name that popped into my head. I was looking at a picture of you at the same time, oddly, so I thought, I have to bring you a copy in person. So, Ken, I hope you enjoy it, and anyone else as well. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. This is going into my uh, Hall of Fame right there with the rest of your your books that you've written. Now, I understand you went and saw Kiss last night. You know what? I did. I've been looking forward to it for months. 2017 has been the year of Kiss. Seeing Peter in L.A. and then seeing Ace. And last night was Kiss. Getting to see them hit the stage in Reno and have a reason to go and hit the road and travel. A fantastic show. Had a great time. And you did the meet and greet and everything? Yeah, this time it's been uh, 13 years since I last did a meet and greet with the band, so I thought I was a bit overdue. And it was just too much of a good opportunity to try and catch one of these acoustic sets and go through the whole process that uh, you get to see glimpses of now and then on YouTube. But I wanted to do it for real. This is the time to do it, right? You and I are at a point in our love of Kiss and our, our lives, actually, we really got to take in as much of this fun as we can while we can, right? Oh, without a doubt. And everything about it was just one of those, I put on my rose-tinted glasses, I put on my fanboy hat, and I was just all ready to be, you know, entertained. I didn't go in with any preconceptions, any wishes, nothing whatsoever. I just went in there with an open mind looking forward to experience whatever they were going to do that day. Mm -hmm. And Kiss still delivers. Without a doubt, 110%. I got to tell you, at the meet and greet, I got in, I just put myself in front of Gene's rig, but I got to watch Paul Stanley perform and just see him leaning into that microphone, him holding himself up and singing his guts out. 
it was just incredible. You know, every moment he was singing, every moment he was interacting with the audience, uh, you know, even an intimate audience like that. It's like, oh, my God, that's frickin' Paul Stanley. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's the reason I got into the band in the first place. There was just something about him that is special to this day. And to see him, to see, like, that glint in his eye um, is still there. It was a wonderful thing. So he's either a really good faker or he's still completely invested in what he's doing. So what song did they kick off the uh, acoustic set with? Well, what better song than Coming Home? You know, what is it? 22 years since Unplugged came out. And I can't, I can't complain. You know, none of these songs that they did at the meet and greet are rare. Right. You know, there, there's nothing on that side of thing where you're going to, they're going to break into life in the woods. Coming Home, fantastic song. Absolutely amazing acoustic rendition with a dreadful audio setup. I got to tell you, things did not go well for the band at the meet and greet in Reno. There were some audio problems, but you know what? Listening to this, you wouldn't really know it. Why don't you press the button there and let's play Coming Home.
it sounds so good and you you were definitely in a really good spot and and I, I saw the video you posted of this and I just love how the band comes up and when Paul comes around that corner man he's ready to go he's he's ready to tear into it he's having fun he's full on he comes straight in he's greeting everyone he is star child personified he is gracious he is amiable he is ready to rock and roll he's getting around like a 17 year old how is this possible uh you know i think his healthy living you know obviously he's been cooking some brussels sprouts with yeah, prosciutto. <laughs> uh, you know he's he's eating right and living right so you know makes me sick 65 years old he looks like that he looks fantastic and he you know has the energy of, of a teenager and uh i don't i'm jealous <laughs> <laughs> i know we get tired watching the kiss concert they get tired doing the kiss concert there's a difference hey uh, i start sweating just watching him work <laughs> <laughs> now tommy came up and, and you said hello to him and He's just he's just a really good guy. And then Gene and Eric come into the picture, and Gene's acting like he can't see, and Eric's guiding him directly into a post. And it's it's like those two are their own comedy team. It's it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of great camaraderie in 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 the band. You know, I, I gotta say, Tommy is so chill. For all the aggro he you know is aware of. He, he deserves a lot more love than he gets. He is such a cool guy, and I'm not just brown-nosing in hopes of one day getting him on the podcast to talk about his career. You know, he's, he really is a good guy. I mean, he's like MVP coming in there because he's going to hold it all together. Gene and Eric, you know, that's like Tom and Jerry. You know, Gene is such a goofball, and he was goofing all through the meet and grease, just being Gene, just being smug as well. Um you got you got to adore him. As simple as that. And you know all the things I said about respecting Paul Stanley, and him and the effort that he he puts into his performance of what he's doing. Gene was doing the exact same thing. He was giving 110 percent. He's a little bit more laid back, and he's just doing it kind of matter of factly, but he's still putting everything into doing the very best that he can. And I respect that. And he really knows when to pick his shots. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he had some cool interaction with uh, some of the folk in the crowd as well. So, you know, it was a great thing to watch and to be a part of. Every once in a while, Gene will reach over and, and grab one of the symbols. And Eric will notice it like, ah! Yeah, you know, Eric had more reason than that to get uh, kind of aggravated at this meet and greet with the sound being as bad as it was. He couldn't hear anything in his uh, in-ear monitors. And, I mean, he was gesturing. He was hitting the drums harder. Yeah. Um, Gene's grabbing the cymbals, which he does regularly. You know, it's just a bit of a goof. Um, you know, but it's entertaining. You know, yeah, it, it's one of their routines, one of their bits that they do in these mm -hmm. meet and greets, I'm sure. But no one goes to every single one of these. So right. It's usually a new crowd, and I got to tell you, also the crowd of folk who were at this meet and greet were all fantastic. You know, they were respectful. They were, you know, just into it and enjoying the moment as much as I was. What was the electric show like? You know, the electric show was absolutely incredible. I got to say, and you know, that's one of, I guess one of my phrases. I got to say. You know, our seats weren't the greatest for this, uh, you know, the VIP thing. You were all the way on the left, way to the side, really, of the stage. But it gave you a kind of interesting perspective. The electric show was electrifying. Simple as that. I thought it was absolutely incredible. 
And one of the things I noticed is listening back to the recordings of the show compared with the YouTube, compared with the in-person, you know, how you hear a show is different between how you hear a show. So I loved every minute of it. I wasn't picking apart bits and pieces. Rock, um, Led Zeppelin's Rock and Roll came on and then you know things are getting serious. It's a, it's, they're about ready to go on. End of the song the drone starts and i love that part of the show when you just get that deep rumble it's uh-huh. like it's like wrestling are you ready to rumble in the background yeah. <laughs> and for this show it's i think it's a 2700 capacity venue so it's small you know it's it's limited so the stage was you know very sparse they opened up and the kiss backdrop which had been hiding the the stage and all that just shoots upwards which was kind of interesting and different you know usually it goes down and you know they gather it up and eric was up on his levitated uh kid already raised and it comes down the other guys are on the stage you know a great introduction i've said it so many times my all-time favorite kiss song is deuce it's the one song if i hear it in a set i'm a satisfied customer uh-huh. So straight out of the bat, I was satisfied because that was the first song they did. And then a one-two punch straight into Love Gun. Incredible. I mean, it was just electrifying Gene with his, his uh, you know, Top Gun, followed by Paul with his. Uh-huh. And the rest of that set list was shouted out loud. Hide Your Heart. Glad to see that back. I Love It Loud. Crazy Nights. Getting ready to tour the UK, right? <laughs> Yeah, you, you you know they're going to England when they put Crazy Nights in. Yeah. Firehouse, Flaming Youth Returns. I was so thrilled. I was like, I was telling people before the show, please leave Flaming Youth in. Please leave Flaming Youth. I haven't heard it and seen it in person yet. That, I think, was another one of the ones that I was really hoping for. And other than that, I was just expecting, you know, this is going to be a greatest hit show because it's a casino crowd. It's not a, a suitable event. It's not the cruise. It's not a, uh, a Vegas um, stand or anything. So I wasn't expecting them to start doing the oath. Mm-hmm. Cold gin, war machine, and a big surprise, say yeah. You know, I've, uh, I'm guilty of a, a total fanboy reaction when, uh, you know, Paul introduces his song, so why don't you just press play and embarrass me? All right. Here's Julian Gill and Kiss. Hands up, baby. Came off an album called Sonic Boom. Whoa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This song, we haven't played this in a while, so you might help us with this.
Can you sing with us? Can you sing with us? Can I hear my voice in my earphones? Thank you. It was nice to have you work with us. Goes like this. Okay, so I'm, I'm not getting embarrassed by anyone else other than myself, but that was my honest reaction when he introduced that. I was uh, just amazed that he was pulling anything off Sonic Boom. And you know what? When I got my item signed at the meet and greet, mm. I brought a cover of the Sonic Boom CD uh, for them to sign. Something, something that Tommy and Eric could sign for me as well. Mm -hmm. So I like that album. I like that song. It's been such a central part of Paul Stanley's rap in the 70s was mm -hmm. Say Yeah. So... Yeah. You know, it ties nice. And it's definitely I think, a callback. I think everyone was shocked to hear it. No one would have expected that. When he said Sonic Boom, I was like, okay, here we go, modern day Delilah. Mm -hmm. Wrong. Wow, what a trip. Then the next one is Shock Me, Lick It Up, Let Me Go Rock and Roll, Psycho Circus, Black Diamond, and finish it off with Detroit Rock City, and then Rock and Roll All Night. So it was unusual to get Psycho Circus so late in the set. Yeah. You know, it was a little bit uncomfortable all the way down there. You know, the critic in me says that should be further up the order because it's more, again, welcome to the show. Mm -hmm. And another of my, you know, I say Deuce is one of my all-time favorite songs, Let Me Go Rock and Roll. Same case. To get to hear both of those in the same show, amazed. Wow, great set list. You know, people say Kiss never changes the set list, but this is proof that it does happen, folks. This is this is an 18 song set list and you know what they had I was made for loving you in at the end on the set list and they didn't perform it because the show had gone an hour and 53 minutes so that's a long show that is a very long show for a band this old mm -hmm. and you know I saw some people online saying the band looks like they're phoning it in and it's weird that people who couldn't be bothered to buy a ticket can judge a show that they weren't there were Kiss phoning it in they most certainly were not phoning it in. I, I think we've heard performances that we could say they were. This band was fighting this set. There were technical challenges that I only heard when I was listening back to my recording of the show. They were covering for one another. One of the most important parts of the show is during Firehouse. Uh -huh. Paul was having some issue, whether he wasn't able to get himself positionally in to sing how he needed to to deliver the song. So Gene chimes in and starts singing, and, you know, 
covering for him. That's not a band phoning it in. A right. band phoning it in wouldn't care if they missed a verse because Paul, you know, was in, in some place that he couldn't do it. Um, Gene is absolutely not phoning it in. I mean, he's there, he's covering, he's doing everything he can for the show to make it balanced, to make it work. Tommy and Eric are doing the exact same thing. They're doing a lot of background vocals. They're also singing co-lead on songs to help the presentation of the sound. And they're working their asses off on their on their instruments as well. So mm -hmm. to, without a doubt, there is no phoning it in. There, that is a band that cares about its show there and what it's presenting to the audience. Paul is interacting with, he's still the MC galore. I mean, you know, for any of the ladies who love Paul Stanley, you can understand why they do, because he's working that audience. Gene is working the audience. Tommy is doing everything he can to entertain with his guitar. And Eric Singer, how lucky is this band to have such a great bunch of players working with Gene and Paul? Just absolutely amazing. It's so great to see the band support one another because there's been times when you can tell when a band's not digging one another if they're not happy to be in each other's company. And it's really good to, to see that the, that it's showing on stage their camaraderie. Yeah, and you know some other things showed on stage as well. I mean, one of the fun things from my position, and I'll show this, uh, you know, people are going to have to watch the Kiss FAQ podcast to see it, but when Gene did his fire breathing at the end of Firehouse, you know, just seeing Tommy and Paul standing over to the, the side of stage right, you know, just watching Gene blowing fire. So there I am watching Paul and Tommy watching Gene blowing fire, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's kind of neat. You know, another one of the cool or not so cool, depending on your perspective, technical challenges is Gene in his uh, intro to I Love It Loud shouting, Hey, asshole! Lights! <laughs> you know, so why don't you play a little clip of that? All right. <laughs> hey! You know this one? I love it. Uh, Gene's not shy to let somebody know. <laughs> this is this is for the audience. Get it right. It, it is, and you know whether these are becoming. A, you know, it's like the laser pointer thing, and you know, years gone past. You know, maybe there are little things that are becoming part of the act, so to speak, because. There were parts of the show that musically were a train wreck. You know, they were getting a little, they were rusty. They, they felt a little rusty anyway to me. And, you know, maybe they had monitor issues on that as well. If they'd had sound issues during the meet and greet, maybe, you know, something just wasn't working that well. I'll give you another little bit of funny clip, and that's uh, from the meet and greet. And it's in the middle. They stopped Christine 16 and had a little conversation. So why don't you play that? Okay. Bring all the vocals down. Boy, it sounds like shit up here. 
So as you, as you can tell, everything that could go wrong probably did go wrong for these shows. There was no flying. It's not the sort of venue that uh, that was ever envisaged, even though it shows up on the, uh, the, the set list that Keith shared with everyone on Facebook. You know, there were no flying routines, but it didn't detract from the show. The, the stage was very sparse, very basic, but there was plenty of pyro. There was plenty of fireworks. It was, as you would expect from a KISS show, well put together within the context of what they were providing. So I walked out of there with just, a, there's no other way for me to say it than I had a shit-eating grin on my face when that show was over and the final notes rang out. Wow. Well, I know that I was reading along with you and I saw you do the meet and greet when uh, Keith LaRue live-streamed it. It was, it was a blast. I was there with you in spirit. And... As I said at the beginning, you know, when you came in, is this is this is it, folks. Enjoy Kiss while you've got them. I've made a little quote about if you're not enjoying Kiss, you're not doing it right. I'm telling you, get out there, enjoy everything you can about this band. Time is time is running out on all of us, folks. To somebody who was there back in the 70s, to, to the newest fan now, get it while you can. It's weird, a lot of people will argue about things online. And it's weird because there are people who weren't getting the kiss the way they wanted them, and they abandoned them, and then kiss comes back with creatures. And there were so many people that were not there, right? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, everyone's going to have you know different abilities about whether you're able to do a meet and greet whether you're able to go to a show enjoy it and savor it while you can getting to do a meet and greet this time i had to sell a hell of a lot of copies of alive uh for my collection to finance yeah. that ticket but to get to say to gene and and this was during the meet and greet when he signed for me you know i just said gene i just want to thank you for finally doing a solo tour Yes, <laughs> you know you are killing it out there you better bring it to the bay area for me and he just Looked at me, nodded slowly, like Gene does, of, yes, Minion, I agree with everything you've said nice about me. <laughs> you know, so to, just to get to thank him in person for what he's done recently, Paul comes up, I'm like, thank you for still being out there and playing music. I never thought you guys would still be doing this. And, and that really is the key. Uh-huh. 
Who this is, would have thought in 2017, you know, if we go back to 1987 or to 75, that they would still be doing it all these decades later? Who would have thought we'd be doing it? I mean, come on, you know, I've been with Kiss longer than I have with any woman I've ever been in a relationship with. You know, when uh, back when Kiss reunited and they were going to do the Grammy appearance, I was washing dishes in a, at a restaurant called Paxton's in Greenville, Pennsylvania. And I heard on the radio what was going to happen. I got on the phone and I called my mother. And I called my, my sister and I said, you've got to videotape this. Well, why don't you videotape it? I said, you guys are my backup. I get home and my girlfriend, who I was living with at the time, I said, Kiss is going to come out and they're going to be in full makeup. I have to watch this. And she said something to the effect of, if you really loved me, you wouldn't watch it. And I looked at her and I said, you know, Kiss has been in my life a lot longer than you have they were here before and they'll be here a lot longer after you're gone and the prophecy was true (laughs) (laughs) I won't tell you what she said about having Gene Simmons suck my dick but (laughs) you know I posted one thing on Facebook you know and this was right after the meet and greet I'd gotten my stuff signed I basically scampered at a dinner reservation so I didn't have any choice but you know what, I, I, I came out of that meet and greet, and my first thing to kind of share on Facebook was a very simple thought, very short. And I find it concise looking back at it. It said, Paul sang his balls off at the meet and greet. I, rever- I reverted to a 12-year-old and generally grinned inanely. Mm-hmm. He remains fucking cool, so eat it, haters. <laughs> yes, I want that on a T-shirt. Print that shit on a T-shirt. Oh. You, you know, I, I can understand that some people have stepped off the elevator through Kiss's journey up and down the building, so to speak. But just to see there and to watch and to know that he's giving everything he's got still for his art, for his music. Mm-hmm. And, you know, seriously, like what I was saying about the people that left during Creatures. I mean, you, you take a look at two times in the band's legacy or history that fans wish they could go back to, and it's usually Creatures or the Revenge Era, right? Because mm-hmm. there is a lot of people that tuned out because they didn't, they were not getting the kiss they wanted, so they tuned out. And now they, they want to go back. They would clamor for that. They're paying uh, big money for the tour books and whatnot. They're trying to, everybody wants a pro shop from that, right? But this is now. And what you're not enjoying today, you're going to regret not paying attention to. So, Yep, and everything could be over in a heartbeat, you know, whether it's our personal lives, you know, the world, whatever. You know, so don't live with any regrets. Get out there and see them. If they come anywhere near you and you're able to, don't miss it, you know. Big world tour coming. It's get ready, Europe. (laughs) You guys are going to have some fun. Uh, well, Julian, I know you got to get back on the road, and I know that everybody that's listening to this wants to go over and listen to the new Kiss FAQ podcast to hear your full review and yep. talk to everybody. We'll, we'll, we'll dig into it, but you know, Ken, uh, it's great to share with you some of these memories first. I'll uh, maybe go into a little bit more depth on the Kiss FAQ podcast, but you're first in line always. Well, thank you, brother, and thank you once again for this copy of The Odyssey, your, your, your wonderful book about the Elder. 
Well, I hope you enjoy it and keep doing what you're doing with the podcast. Love it. And we will see each other again in Nashville. Looking forward to that more than anything. All right. Thank you, Julian. Take care, Ken. Bye. The new unofficial and unsanctioned Kiss book, Odyssey, the definitive examination of music from the elder, Kiss's cult classic concept album, in hardback, paperback, and digital formats. The book is currently available on Amazon.com. Co-authored by Tim McFate and Julian Gill, the 500-page book shines the investigative spotlight on the most controversial and mysterious album in the Kiss catalog. Through a series of more than 30 long-form interviews and more than 10 topical features, Odyssey offers the definitive examination of Kiss's lone concept album, which has attained cult classic status among a segment of diehard Kiss fans and provides an unobstructed window into a fascinating period in history. The book's interviews were conducted with individuals who either worked on the project directly or have a connection of sorts, including professionals who have never told their elder story. Readers will gain unique perspectives regarding the album's creative process, commercial release, and legacy, in addition to reading many fun antidotes and recollections from the interviewees. For further information, please visit kissodyssey.com or follow Odyssey Elder Book on Facebook. Author interview inquiries can be sent to elderbook at kissodyssey.com. And, of course, we have the button queen, Christine Wolf. Welcome back to Podkist. Thanks. Glad to be here. Let's check into some KISS news. First off, Gene Simmons will be coming to Philadelphia. And I'm telling you folks, go check him out at Wizard World Con. And he will be playing live there as well, right, Christine? That's right. So his show, his Gene Simmons Band concert, is going to be June 2nd. And a very cool thing, just like he did here in St. Louis, he is looking for a local band to open for him in Philly. And in fact, um, we have all the info for you. If you are a local Philly band, you can submit a video link to openingact at wizardworld.com and just list Philadelphia opening act in the subject line. You have until May 19 to get those videos in to be considered. Simmons himself is going to select one group from among the entrants to perform. It will be announced on May 26, and we will have a link with uh, all of the complete rules and info on our show notes. Mm -hmm. And here's the man himself. Hi everybody, it's Gene Simmons. Hey, Friday, June 2nd, I'm going to be at the Trocadero with the Gene Simmons Band. But I want you to open for me. So send me your videos to openingact at wizardworld.com. And on Saturday, June 3rd, I'm going to be joining you at Wizard World Convention at the Philadelphia Convention Center. Be there or be square. He is coming to Philadelphia. Wouldn't you like to come too? See Gene Simmons and the Gene Simmons Band. Gene will be playing a live show on Friday night, June 2nd at the Trocadero in Philadelphia, PA. Be there. See the one and only Gene Simmons at the Wizard World Con. Go to wizardworld.com for more information. He is coming to Philadelphia. Wouldn't you like to come too? 
That's right, Gene Simmons is coming. If you want to come too, get there in Philadelphia. And I know Matt Porter's going to be there, and Anthony Porter, and so many of the cool people that listen to the Kiss Room and the podcast are going to be at the Wizard Con, and they will also be live to see Gene Simmons in Philadelphia at the Trocadero Friday, June 2nd. Only $38 to get in, $2.99 for the VIP. You can't beat it. Get in there, have fun. And I, I cannot shirk my duties. Matt will have podcast and kiss room buttons, That's courtesy true. of the Button Queen. That's so right. be sure to hit him up. That's right. So get your podcast and kiss room button there. So the Indie Kiss Expo happened, and boy, it really looked like a good one. Bob Kulik, Bruce Kulik, and Eric Singer were all at the Indie Kiss Expo. And speaking of podcast and kiss room buttons, Eric Tato Rocks was giving out kiss room buttons and podcast buttons there. And I'll tell you what, it was really neat. One of our listeners and former host of Generations of Kiss, Clinton Kalkanis, was there and he got pictures of Bob Kulik with the podcast and kiss room buttons, Eric Singer with the same, and Bruce Kulik, the one and the only Bruce Kulik with the podcast button and a kiss room button. So that was really cool. So, so with cool. you know, think about it. Within the span of two weeks, Bob Kulik, Bruce Kulik, Eric Singer, and Gene Simmons have all held podcast and kiss room buttons. That's that's amazing. So we want to thank you, Clinton, for, for taking those pictures and doing that. And it was looks like a good time was had by all. And to top all that off, on top of Gene Simmons and, and everybody from the KISS world, the mighty Pod of Thunder crew was there. Rodney Dixon got a picture of him with the Pod Kiss and the KISS room button and the Pod of Thunder crew. I mean, it's amazing. The Chris Lathrop. The Nick Jones and everybody's best friend, Andy Jones. And Andy Jones has won producer of a KISS podcast award for the last three years running from the podcast awards. And it's just absolutely amazing. The the recognized symbol of excellence in KISS podcasting. We, we love those guys over at Pod of Thunder. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? Pretty Pretty freaking awesome. And KISS has some dates. They are going on the KISS World Tour. And they're going all over the place, aren't they? They are, yeah. Starting on May 1st in Moscow, they are taking their tour. Their KISS World 2017 tour is living up to its name. All the month of May, they're going to be all over from Moscow to Helsinki, Stockholm, Oslo, Germany, several cities in Germany, several cities in the UK, including London and Manchester and Birmingham. And then that, so that's all the month of May. And then they're taking some time off. I think that they have some other activities planned in the month of June. And then they are back for a handful of dates uh, starting in July, um, kicking it off in Chicago at the Mm -hmm. Open Air Fest and some other dates as well. And you can get all those dates on kissonline.com. And I know that they're going to be uh, going to see our really good friend Nikki from the band The Agony. She'll be seeing them at the Czech Republic, so that'll be very cool. Very cool. Kiss is coming. They're going around the world. Wow, it's going to be great. Check it out. And plus, they're wearing the Creatures outfit, so that that looks really cool. So cool. And in other Kiss news, 
Peter Chris. If you want to see Peter Chris, this is it. Peter Chris is kind of putting the wraps to his career. He's going to be doing some final performances. Peter Chris's official site offers details regarding the events, the first of which is scheduled to take place at the KISS Convention Australia from May 12th to 14th in Victoria, Australia. According to the convention's Facebook feed, the itinerary includes a Chris dinner performance that is being billed as one last time and is referred to on Chris's site as his final live performance in Australia. Tickets are now on sale with a VIP full tour pass. Later that month, Peter Chris is scheduled to appear at the New York Kiss Expo. On June 17th, Peter Chris is scheduled to deliver his final live performance in the USA at a VIP dinner show. And our own uh, Kiss Room buddy, Matt Porter, is going to be at the New York Kiss Expo, as well as the walking tour the next day. And guess what, folks? He'll have more buttons, so hit him up. Help him go home empty-handed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those suckers are heavy. <laughs> so see Peter Chris one last live show in the U.S., Saturday, June 17th, 2017, 7 p.m., The Cutting Room, New York, New York, $275. We will post links in the show notes. Okay, first album. Yeah. 
that's about it right now for the podcast. We'll be back very soon with part two of our look at Gene Simmons in St. Louis and some really cool elder shows coming up. Please come out and see us live at the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo at the Music Valley Event Center in Nashville, Tennessee on August 26, 2017, where rock and roll podcasters from across North America will converge on Nashville for one very special event. I'm going to be there. Matt Porter's going to be there. Christine the Button Queen's going to be there. Gary Schaller's going to be there. Joe Polo and Jody Havnot. Craig and Eric from Pods and Sods, Dr. Fuck, and Ian Wadley from the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. There's just so many people, I cannot possibly name them all. BJ will be there, Michael Butler from the Rock and Roll Geek Show, Chris Sinzak and Aaron Camaro from the Decibel Geek, Cobra and Fire, Talk to Me, Rock Strikes 10 with Joey Haney's going to be there. That dandy classic metal hour, Ages of Rock, Drunken Lullabies, Classic Rock Drops, Tramps Like Us, the Bruce Springsteen podcast. There's so many. The the Double Stop, Talking Metal, The Great Albums, The Hustle, Rock and or Roll, Cheap Talk, Zilch, Kiss FAQ with Julian Gill and all the cast will be there. Do not miss this. If you can come on down, please do so. It's only 20 bucks to get in. You can get your tickets now. Go to GoFundMe.com forward slash Rock and Pod Expo. You can get your admission $20 to get in. You can also get an admission package that will get you a t-shirt as well. And you can do some cool things like be on the podcast. And if you check, you can see different sorts of levels of donations you can do to help us make this thing come real. It is going to happen. We will be there and we will see you. We want to thank you for being part of the podcast today. And on behalf of the Button Queen, Julian Gill, and everybody else in Kissland, if you're not enjoying Kiss, you are not doing it right. We will see you on the next episode of Your Podcast. Rock and roll! And that is our show. Thanks again for listening. Be sure to check us out on the web at www.podcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook and on iTunes. If you'd like to contact the podcast, please drop us a line at podcast at gmail.com. Big thanks to Julian and everyone at kissfaq.com. They've got great information there and a terrific message board, too. Thanks also to Keith LaRue and everyone else at Kiss Online for their great work representing the hottest band in the land. And as always, a big thanks to Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, Ace Fraley, Peter Chris, Vinnie Vincent, Bruce Kulick, Eric Singer, Tommy Thayer, and the memory of the late great Eric Carr, and the late great Mark St. John. You are KISS, and we are your army. Podcast is created by the KISS Army for the KISS Army, and it is available for free as an internet download. If you like what you hear on our show, go buy it and support the people who made it. Podcast is not affiliated with KISS or any of its members past or present. On behalf of myself, Ken, and the whole rest of the Podcast crew, Thank you for listening to Podkist, the KISS fanzine for your ears. Check out these ads from the following shows. We are proud to call them the friends of the Podkist Network. We are one. We're a scene, man. That's right, Kiss Army. We're having a rock and roll party, and you are invited. 
Tune into the Strange Ways Kiss Podcast and hang out with your Kiss Army brothers, Jody Habnock, Clinton Harris, and D Rock. Join us where we celebrate and discuss the gods of thunder. That's Strange Ways Kiss Podcast. You can find us on Facebook or Podomatic.com. We'll see you there. It's time to play hooky with the Wookie with Matt Porter in the Kiss Room. You wanted the best, you got the best. And if you want the hottest show on Monco Radio, join us in the Kiss Room. The Kiss Room is a monthly radio broadcast celebrating the hottest band in the world. Kiss! It's your place for all things Kiss and some... For broadcast dates and all information, go to thekissroom.com. The Kiss Room broadcasts live and worldwide on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. Hi, I'm Ken Mills. And I'm Courtney Cronendold. And we're from... Pop! A pop culture podcast. Courtney, what do we talk about on Pop? We talk about everything from the love boat to the billion dollar person... I, you know, I guess it's with inflation. The six million dollar man is worth what? How many trillion now, right? The million dollar person. I mean, what the fuck? That's a great. That's my favorite show. Is the million dollar person? If you love pop culture and you love having fun, that's really what the show's about: having fun and pop culture. Join the conversation. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash pop podcast. Find us on iTunes or at poppodcast.blogspot.com. You can find us on Instagram at poppodcast. P-O-P-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I'm not hip enough for Instagram. (laughs) Oh! Hot. Hot. Hey, I'm Dr. Fuck. And I'm the Ayatollah of Alcohola. And we are from the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. If you want to check out some crazy, uncensored, unbiased, totally nuts reviews of classic hard rock and heavy metal albums, check us out. You can get us on Podbean and iTunes. New episodes every Sunday. That's right. And we also do each other's moms. True. Free of charge. Well, mine charges. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mine's free. Science Theater. The most civilized? Yeah. Oh, f***. <laughs> oh, f***. <laughs> Come on. Respectful. Just imagine Gene with like, like a, with like a washtub bass. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> And serious. No, wait. Excuse me, Bob. You're going to come over and do my album. <laughs> Kiss Podcast on the web. History Science Theater. We bust balls because we care. Rock and roll and vinyl are meant to go together. <laughs> like drummers and strippers. <laughs> That's right. So maybe it's time to hop on down to your local record store and go digging for some lost gems on vinyl. And that's exactly what we do here at the Shabby Road Record Show. We pick selections from our own personal record collections, and then we discuss the songs, the artists, the albums, and the stories about the music that you may have never heard. And there's nothing more fun than listening to two knuckleheads spinning vinyl and talking music. So dive on into the five-star rated podcast, The Shabby Road Record Show. 
You can subscribe for free on iTunes, Spreaker, and Stitcher, where there's a new episode released every Tuesday. Also, you can find us on Facebook and on our website, ShabbyRoadRecordShow.com. Hey, this is Nick, co-host of The Pot of Thunder, the only KISS podcast that breaks down the entire KISS song catalog one track at a time. Every week we have a new song chosen at random and we do our best to analyze it. We talk about KISS-related topics and non-KISS-related topics, all the while trying not to kill each other. If you like the sound of that, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and especially on iTunes. Pot of Thunder! Hey everybody, I'm Aaron. And I'm Chris. And we're from the Decibel Geek Podcast. And if you love this... Then you'll love us. That's right. Brand new episode every single Monday. You can find us on iTunes and at decibelgeek.com. And the best thing is, it's rock and roll and it's always free. Podcast Rock City. What's up, everybody? This is Joe from Podcast Rock City, where every week, me and my crew will bring you the KISS news of the week. Look at us as kind of a KISS version of Meet the Press, your source for KISS news every week. We're on iTunes, Podomatic, Twitter, and Facebook. All right, KISS Army. Since 2007, you've been getting podkissed. The KISS audio fanzine for your ears. That's right, it's your podkissed. Every month, the podkissed crew, along with the KISS room, brings you KISS talk like no one else. Whether it be roundtables, interviews with the band past and present, analysis, and great KISS fun. Hi, this is Ace Frehley, and you're listening to podkissed. Hi, this is Bruce Kulick, and you're listening to Podkiss. The Podkiss, the KISS audio fanzine for your ears. Hi, this is Jason Herner with Kiss My Wax, a brand new podcast about all things KISS vinyl. Be sure to join myself, Andrew Scambatti, and Tom Shannon each episode as we discuss the crazy world of collecting KISS vinyl. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash kissmywax and on YouTube by searching kissmywax. We hope to see you all there. Oh, we're great at that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's, we are amateurs. Yeah, I make all the sex sounds with my mouth afterwards. <laughs> Squish. Ooh. This place is nice. Right? I'm glad you wore your nice flip-flops. <sighs> Stay frosty, man. Okay.